Bayern Munich gained a one-goal advantage in the UEFA Champions League round of 16 competitions after beating Paris Saint-Germain on the road. The substitution of Alfonso Davies in the second half became the game-changer for Bayern. The following appearance of Kylian Mbappe on the field almost the same for PSG. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. Do you call this game a close competition because it's only one goal, but the process is kind of complicated? Yeah, that, that's the thing. The overall result keeps it very close, especially now there's no away goals rule. Mm-hmm. But in terms of how the game actually went, it really felt to me like you have a complete team in Bayern Munich, perhaps missing Sadio Mane, missing someone... Uh, a little a little more clinical up front versus a team like PSG who are just f- falling apart basically and literally if it wasn't for Mbappe and not even a case of like Mbappe changing the game just by being fast and playing on that left side cutting inwards if it wasn't for that one simple gesture that he's very good at mm-hmm. this entire game is just 90% towards Bayern Munich's way. Yeah. Um, when Nagelsmann was talking to the reporters at the press conference, because there, there were rumors about neither Mbappe or Messi will play in this game, and Nagelsmann was like, I'm not stupid enough to believe that. I'm going to prepare mm-hmm. this game for the assumption that both of them will play. Messi played, Mbappe only played in the second half. Do you think that's part of the uh, strategy of PSG for this game? I, I think so, in the sense of Messi was missing from, I forget if it was Monaco or Marseille, either way, it was one of the games they played last week, mm-hmm. and no one could tell if he was actually injured, actually resting, um, but based on how incisive Mbappe is, mm. not just in this game, but in general, and how just empty of ideas Christophe Galtier is as the manager, if they could have played... Mbappe safely from earlier on I definitely think they would have because the thing with PSG is it seems like no matter who is the manager be it Mauricio Pochettino be it Christophe Gaultier it doesn't matter who it is Unai Emery it's basically the superstars up front and everyone else and then when you're in a situation where it's not even the uh, main guys or the top guys, you're having guys like uh, Zay Emery and uh, Carlos Soler out on the wings, and they're just not providing service. Nothing gets done. Neymar doesn't track back. Messi's too old to do so. So you basically have your star players entirely disconnected from everyone else. And for a very long time, Bayern Munich plays such a high line. Mm-hmm that it was simply, there was just no service. It was basically as if the entire game was being played in the PSG half. So when you have Kylian Mbappe coming on, he's quite simply fast enough that he can break through the high line and almost give service to himself or by virtue of his speed, force Marco Verratti or someone to just play the ball long, knowing full well Mbappe will burst through, stay on side and receive it. So if they could have played PSG, uh, if they could have played Kylian Mbappe, PSG would have simply because the whole team is based around his way. 
And when he's not there or he's not playing at full strength, they simply offer nothing. And they didn't for, you know, he come on in about the 60th minute and mm-hmm. only after then did it really, did they really turn it on. And even then it was like two or three chances for the bulk of this game. They offered nothing. Yeah, that's true. The first half of this game actually reminded me of a lot of uh, Bayern's not so well performing games in the Bundesliga because they apparently had advantage. Like you said, they played high line and they they created chances in the front court, but they just didn't have the one to turn that those chances into goals. I mean, Schuper Martin was scoring like crazily before the World Cup, but maybe mm. the World Cup has absorbed all of his energy and probably his luck. Because I, w- I was thinking, maybe if he had that form back or it was someone else who has better efficiency and accuracy, Bayern could have been leading by three goals before Mbappe came. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I was watching this, I was having flashbacks to the last time these two teams played mm. where Robert Lewandowski was itch- injured. So they had to play Chupamoting in the role that he was in now. And they closed him down to a degree that he couldn't score and PSG went through on away goals. Something very similar happened here where Marquinhos basically just man-marked him for massive chunks of the game mm-hmm. and, and took him out of it. You know, it's one thing to talk about how uh, PSG simply couldn't get going because they were providing no service uh, horizontally, up, uh, vertically up the pitch. But the way this Bayern Munich team were playing, it's like they were staying very narrow up the center and then, like, no real decisiveness. Like you say, there's no, like, clinical go-ahead striker. Mm-hmm. They seem to kind of get towards the PSG back four and then start, like, pass it around in circles as if trying to, like, chip away or create a hole rather than just burst through. And, yeah, if they would have had someone a, a bit a, be a more physically strong, like, like let's say an old-fashioned Lukaku type or something, mm-hmm. or even if they would have had their own equivalent of a Kylian Mbappe who's fast and confident and clinical, yeah, by the end of the first half, they would have been completely out of sight. Um, however, I think that was positive from that is it wasn't a case of other teams where they fumble in front of goal. I feel like every time... Bayern got towards uh, the PSG goal and either had a shot saved by Donnarumma or deflected or something. The next time around, they tried something new. And that, it was very positive. It's just a case of, like you were saying, you can try all the new things you want, when you, but when the end product is always towards Chupamoting, he simply doesn't have that clinical finishes nature in him to make it work. That's true. Um, the arrival of Cancelo, I think, made the competitions in the winger, two winger positions in Bayern more intense. From this game, Cancelo in his first 45 minutes, I would say he's one of those underperforming Bayern players, especially compared with Kingsley Coleman and Alfonso Davis, who came in the second half. Do you think he, it, that's the best he could do? Or it's just like it, this is the first major competition he played for Bayern since he came and he's still kind of um, bounded? Yeah, I'm I'm willing to give him a mulligan on this one because it's his first game. It's a big fixture. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he's playing in a midfield, which 
with Julian Nagelsmann, he likes to tinker with that a lot. He likes to make it very complex. And the way Bayern play in this like Christmas tree formation where he's out basically completely wide on the on the wing, but he's playing alongside, say, uh, Goretzka and Sane, who are a little more inside. It's a very complicated position to be in where, you know, yes, he was anonymous, which isn't what you want from a player like Joao Cancelo, but I suspect it's one of those roles where give him a few weeks, give him a few games. I wouldn't be shocked if when the return leg goes to the Allianz Arena, we'll see more from him. That's true. I mean, uh, I think I can actually, def- now I can actually defend Casello a bit because when he was playing for Man City, he all he need to do is to uh, kick the ball into the paint and into the box, sorry. And then there's mm-hmm. uh, Holland, one of the best finishers yeah. today. He will figure something out and Bayern just don't have that kind of player. Yeah, that that's uh, I, I suspect we will see a very different team when you have Sadio Mane back. Yeah, that's true. Because he is so clearly designed to be their goal scorer, and Chupa Moteng is very clearly the replacement. That even though he is solid, like you say, he's scoring goals perfectly fine before the break, this is not the A team. Mm. And when he comes back, when Cancelo fits into the team better, when they are firing on all, all cylinders, I think then we're going to see the real deal. And I, like I said, I wouldn't be shocked based on the quality of the team, the manager, the players. When we get the return leg in the first week of March, I wouldn't be shocked if they are a significantly better side than they were today. Yeah. Speaking of Nagelsmann, you remember uh, when he first came to Bayern, he went through a very difficult time because he wanted a three-center-back defense. The club doesn't like it. The players are not used to it. So he had to change it back to four backs. This game, mm. he had, again, three center-backs. Do you think he will continue because of, you know, it worked or it's just like uh, improvising? Well, it's a, it's a thing that's weird because you are right, it did work. But it isn't just the case that Pavar got sent off at the end. Yeah, It's that he was repeatedly caught out by Lionel Messi. Mm-hmm. And yes, Messi, amazing player. I don't have to repeat that, but at the same time, He's significantly older and should not be being able to get a yard or two ahead of Pavard in the same way. Mm-hmm. And I suspect that because they like this three at the back and like to play so many in the midfield, I mean, this is this is what Nagelsmann wants, so I suspect they'll stick with it. But if we end up with more mistakes like this, yeah. I can see the uh, the team coming down on him and getting him to play the old way, so to speak. That's true. Since you mentioned Messi, say if you are managing PSG, do you think you can actually tell Messi, Neymar, and when Mbappe is there, like, guys, at least pretend you're defending? <laughs> yeah. 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 Do, do you think you can yeah. do that? Because basically when... I don't know why this PSG reminded me of how France were playing. Like, we have Mbappe, so we don't have to pressure all the time. We just give some give them some space. They will strike, we counter-strike, and we'll win. But when you only have seven guys on the field who defend, that's hard. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's. I feel like that's a thing which should have been said by now to at least Neymar and Mbappe. Because Messi, like I say, you can understand he's in his mid-30s. Mm-hmm. He's there to play a very specific role, which is just the Messi role. Whereas with Neymar and Mbappe, if 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 
they're going to be the next generation of players. They have to do more than this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, in one of the previous games, you could see Neymar is like shouting at the, like Marco Verratti. And I think it was, I forget who it was. Was it uh, Martinelo Pereira? Maybe? I think, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. The way the, the guys directly behind him, he was like shouting at them, blaming mm-hmm. them for mistakes when quite simply he just isn't involved. Yeah. And I get I get the feeling almost that now they've just left it too long and Mbappe is too much of a brat to do it. Messi is too old to do it. And Neymar, based on how anonymous he was through this game and arguably throughout most of his past year or so, including the World Cup to a degree, I, ju- I just feel like what's happened is they have... It's fine to have one major star who just plays the way they want mm-hmm. two is a push mm. when it's three it's it's not enough and if they can't get guys like Mbappe to track back to actually defend to be part of the team you know this PSG team is heading to disaster I mean I know they've only lost three times this year but they only last three times in the 12 calendar months of exactly. last year yeah. and on the 15th of February and the big question was always going to be what happens after the World Cup because you have you know Messi and Mbappe in the final. You have Neymar getting shown up. Um, you have the Qatar Sports Investment buying PSG mm-hmm. a decade ahead of time to build towards this. Are they still going to be as involved afterwards? And the extent to where it already feels like the wheels are coming off a little bit. Yeah is very alarming, I think. That's true. Uh, this 16-year-old young kid, uh, Zary Amory, mm-hmm. uh, do you think it's kind of a too heavy a load that he had to first face... Um, it's Cancelo, I believe, and then uh, Kins- and then it's uh, Alfonso Davis. I know in the first mm-hmm. half, he had Ashraf Hakimi, uh, let's say, get his back, but Hakimi got injured, so he was replaced in the second half. Is it too early for a kid? I know he's talented. They say he's more mature than his yeah. age shows, but it's actually exactly where he was guarding that became the breaking point for Bayern's offense. Yeah, precisely. It's it's one thing to have Hakimi there directly behind him, especially when he was pairing up pretty well with uh, Marquinhos. But when he went off for Presnel Kimpembe, Kimpembe, I can't. He's one of those guys who he's in this team. So because they are a major team, expensive, top of the league on whatever, mm-hmm. you assume he's, he's a good player, but he's so static yeah. that he can't really play on that on that wing position as a wing back in a proactive role. He's just there to kind of block people off, perhaps cut off roots as they're storming towards the goal. And then, yeah, pretty, pretty obviously I would say Julian Nagsman saw that was the weakness because there's a reason why that change happened precisely at halftime. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he saw Hakimi's gone, there's the weakness. Bring on Alfonso Davies, the fastest guy. And in that second half, he was just burning through. Basically, there was, it was almost as if there was no one there to stop him. And the way they set up that goal with Kingsley Coman, where they kind of crossed almost not precisely horizontally, but with enough of a diagonal reach that it gave Coman this awkward angle to to knock the goal in. Mm-hmm. You could see, like I was saying, in the entire first half, they're always trying new angles. If uh, like 
almost a half time, Nargsman had downloaded all the information and was like, okay, they're very bad at this ca- catching Coman on the angle. He just needs to be a little bit faster, a little bit more precise. And Davies was the perfect guy for it. Yeah. Uh, in the next game, a lot of people would say that Mbappe will start in the next game and then Bayern will miss Pavard. So PSG may have the advantage since there's no away goal rule now. But there's no shoot, no guarantee Ashlaf will come back in the next game. And like we mentioned, you have three stars who don't defend next time. So that will get actually your defensive line under greater pressure. So what will be your prediction for the next game? I, I yeah, I think you nailed it perfectly. They, it all comes down to Mbappe. If Mbappe doesn't play, it doesn't matter. One nil, two nil, three nil. Bayern Munich will walk it. If Mbappe does play, that makes them dangerous, but it also gives them a danger factor that Nagelsmann can figure out because it's the same. It's the same thing every time, and I feel like a key difference is. You know, when I talk about the same thing every time, we talk about Bayern Munich. We remember Arjen Robben, mm. same goal every single time. Yeah, but he tracked, but he did track back. He did a lot of other things. He was difficult to figure out, which is why his trademark always worked. Exactly. I, I suspect that in a rebound, it's all going to come down to can uh, Mbappe on his own figure out this defense, get around Delict, get around Upper Meccano. I don't know who they bring in as a replacement for Pavard. But I feel like even if they start him at full strength, they're still such a limited team that I suspect Bayern will figure them out. Mm. I think, yeah, I totally agree that the key for PSG to come back is that maybe it's time for Mbappe to add something new to his arsenal. And also, just quickly, a thing that I'm not sure how much it will matter but the thing that I thought was really noticeable yesterday is this was played at the Parc de Prince, mm. and it was quiet. Mm-hmm. It was really quiet. Yeah. And, you know, it's meant to be a fortress. It's a home game. It's a big deal. I highly suspect that the complete lack of energy, when they turn it around and they go to the Allianz, and if they know for a fact that, you know, it's a completely stacked buy-in squad. Yeah. They they need the goal to go through and the crowd is loud and putting, you know, booing every time Neymar gets the ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that'll probably have an advantage towards the Bayern, uh, the German team as well. I think it will definitely do. And I think so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya. Speak to you then. Bye-bye.